1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: The Bengals win their preseason finale to finish the preseason one and two, but what mattered? We break down the takeaways.
1: You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host Jake Lisco. He's your host James Rapine. The preseason is over. The regular season is right around the corner. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, bringing you coverage of your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks to those of you who follow and everyone who makes us your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by Brightco Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 a month. Check out our special offer for Lockdown listeners at brightco.co forward slash locked The preseason is over, James, like we've said several times, or I've said and tweeted about, and that means football starts to count pretty soon. But the decisions that have been made and will continue to be made over the next week as the 53-man roster cut down, the first one has to be done on August 30th. But as we've seen in years past, things will change between August 30th and that week one game. The decision that appears to have been made based on what happened in the preseason game against the Rams, is at left guard, where Jackson Carmen played the entire game, and Cordell Volson, while he did suit up, did not see any action, which tells us everything we need to know about that competition.
2: Mm-hmm. It does. LG1 is Cordell Volson. Look, if I would have told you on draft night when they picked this kid from North Dakota State that he was going to be a starting left guard, I think everyone would have been like, oh, really? Um, And I still think there's probably some uneasiness, but I like what I've seen from Cordell Volson and asked Zach Taylor uh, in the post preseason game number three press conference about joint practices. You know why? Because I wanted to know what he thought of Carmen or of uh, of Volson. Excuse me. We'll get to Carmen. Um, What he thought of Volson in those joint practices. And he used the words consistent, that he's, you know, continues to get better and better, how much he cares, all of those things. And that's what Frank Pollock and Brian Callahan said on draft night. Like he's made of the right stuff. He's a four-time national champion, all of these things. And so far they've been right about the kid. So I'm excited to see him in a real game with Ted Karras and Jonah Williams next to him. Because I think that he uh, does have a shot to maybe not be a great left guard this season. I think that's a little crazy to expect. But can he be a competent left guard I think so I think he's got a shot to do that so uh, I think the Bengals made the right call here and part of it has to do and this is the the downside because Jackson Carmen showed absolutely nothing Ben Baby brought this up to me in the press box you know the past two years Jackson Carmen has had an inside track for a starting guard job the yep. past two and the first time he loses to Xavier Suafilo, what roster is Xavier Suafilo on Jake Good. Uh, the same roster. Master. Yeah. The same roster we are on. He's our team right? when, it, when it comes to to the NFL, and, and then he he loses to a fourth round rookie from North Dakota from one double A. Like I, and I'm not knocking Cordell Volson, but man, Jackson, and he he looked bad again on on Saturday night. I mean, it's just it's rough right now. It's rough enough to where I think there are a lot of people wondering backup jackson carmen really dot 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 question mark and i understand it yeah it's a question
0: as to whether or not the bengals are willing to admit defeat and give up on a second round pick in a second year which i know you don't see teams do very often but you see teams do occasionally and i think more so recently i still think the the smart money would be that jackson carmen makes this team because their interior offensive line depth is is so non-existent right now you have a energy who's going to probably back up multiple spots on the offensive line you have i think deontay smith because again are you giving up on a fourth round pick well spoiler they are going to give up on a fourth round pick just maybe we'll not this one yeah you know in year two deontay smith has battled injury but i think they like the character there i think they still like the potential there he wasn't very good in preseason game three. Isaiah Prince, probably still on the team because, again, the the backup depth across the board with with Trey Hill being the backup center just gives you pause. The the guys that are going to make this team to be backups didn't necessarily have the best preseasons. And it would just be surprising, I think, Mm -hmm. if Carmen is released, at least in the initial cut down to 53, like especially in that period. I'd be surprised if he is released at some point this year in general just because he was that second round pick but based on what they've seen from him on the field Mm -hmm. you wouldn't fault them for it in fact many Bengals fans are asking just move on cut your losses find somebody else and I don't blame them for that The, the way that Carmen has played in this preseason against lower levels of competition has been disastrous in a lot of ways and remember before preseason game one james same thing i feel about this game carmen should be dominating this level of competition from Mm -hmm. a tools perspective from a technique perspective if you're going to be a backup with with any sort of starting potential if you're going to be a second round pick in the nfl draft Mm -hmm. you should be beating fringe roster players in the preseason and he hasn't done that
2: and he got beat by the one kid that undrafted kid out of uh, brown university second year guy uh, for the sack He's from Dayton, Ohio, by the way. I forget the, the guy's name on the Rams. But yeah, like stuff like that. Like, dude, you don't, of course he hears all of it. He's from Cincinnati. Cincinnati is, is not, I mean, everybody knows everybody or knows somebody that knows somebody or what high school did you go to? Oh, do you know the Smith family? Or do you know, Jackson Carmen's hearing it. And the fact that he had such an uninspiring performance on Saturday, like man, care. Like, show you, throw your helmet, like, get a penalty, get an unnecessary roughness penalty because you're mad. I'd rather that than just not caring, and it just feels that way. I'm not saying he doesn't care, but, man, it looks like it, and body language doesn't lie, and, and so when, you, when all of that goes and is taken into account, man, what, what I would do is I would call the old 67, quit in Spain, and I would say, look, you're not starting, but you're going to come be a backup and be our backup guard and just give that interior depth that that you want. And he can back up both guard spots hell, if you need him to. And and so then that way you're not banking on, uh, you know, Jackson Carmen who just didn't show anything, hasn't flashed, hasn't done. That doesn't mean he has, you know, every rep is bad. I don't mean that when I, but has there been a, a, a time where it's like, Oh, like, I remember not enough. even if there not, has
0: been, it's not enough,
2: not enough, not enough. because most of the times when you say, Oh, it's like, Oh, second play from scrimmage, Carmen is horizontal in the air, <laughs> getting taken to the ground. Like, what this isn't the, the new NFL Blitz arcade one up, right? <laughs> like, you, you shouldn't be like that in midair against backups for the Rams after you've been hearing how bad you've been. So, yeah, uh, overall, I, I. I think that this offensive line could be pretty good, the starting five, but behind it, you still make that face that we've made for for years and years and years now. So hopefully those guys can stay healthy.
0: It's the same conversation we've been having throughout camp. We've been looking for somebody to step up. And and to his credit, Cordell Volson has to some degree stepped up, at least in the eyes of the coaches, probably compared to his competition. Mm -hmm. He's he's gonna start at left guard. But you look at the depth, and it's the same questions where you don't feel particularly great about most of these pieces. And, you know, if you're going to make the move for Quentin Spain, why not bring him in so we get some reps in camp? Mm-hmm. If you're going to make the move for a guy like And Garrett they might Flowers,
2: not. And they might not.
0: And, and it doesn't necessarily feel like they will. It wouldn't surprise no. me to see a move on the offensive line, and it shouldn't surprise anybody after what we've seen. But I mentioned this, I think, Last week, this, this coaching staff has shown, I think at times, a bit of a soft spot for some of their own on the offensive line. And this year they took action and got some new starters in there, but now we're we're talking about depth. And, well, we're going to continue to talk about depth around this roster at tight end on the defensive line at cornerback. What are they doing at puncher? What are they doing at running back? Do they keep five safeties? We're not going to do a full 53-man breakdown today, but there are other takeaways from this final preseason game that will continue to break down coming up next.
2: Bobby Hart isn't walking through that door, but you know what is Insurance that you need right now, whether it's for a diamond engagement ring, which obviously I don't have mine on, I got a little Quelo ring, but why? Because I don't wanna damage my ring. And if you wanna insure your ring, Brightco is the place to go. The people at Brightco, they're geniuses. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch. I know you guys got some fancy watches out there, right? Or whatever. By the way, Joe Mixon, if you're listening, you got a lot of ice. You need to get to Brightco right now because it's easy. You can get covered in two minutes on your cell phone. It's that simple. So you're not going to find a better deal on great coverage that's going to protect the most important pieces maybe in your life right now, right? When it comes to that, I mean, it's expensive to buy an engagement ring. So go to bright.co forward slash locked on. We all hate insurance. It's tough. It's difficult. All those things. But at the end of the day, you love it when you need it. Brightco is here for you now. Don't delay. Don't wish you would have done it six months from now. Do it now. Go to Brightco forward slash locked on. Turo is the world's largest car sharing
0: marketplace. And with Turo, you can book any car wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. if you're on vacation. You can get a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip or a classic car or a luxury car for a special event, birthday, or a holiday. You can find affordable economy cars. If you're on a budget, you just need to get from point A to point B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on. If it's available near you, you can try it out. Many Toro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Ditch boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Well, James, a lot to get into in the rest of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: preseason game and the rest of this roster where I'm going through the 53-man roster, trying to get my projection together this morning, mm-hmm. and – I feel like forty-four to forty-eight spots are locked up. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe a little bit less. Nah, and then there are like, some some yeah. questions at, at some other spots. Let's let's first maybe hit some of the the easier questions, <laughs> and and maybe they won't be easy. Maybe they're just easy in my mind. But let's start with the backup quarterback, yep. where Brandon Allen I thought played fairly well, but Jake Browning had another very strong performance. Oh, and uh, I, I don't think there's drama here, which is why I'm starting with this one Uh-oh. as well as Jake Browning has played and as much as Bengals fans are sick. Yeah. You're going to make it Allen. You're going to make them mad. Go I on. I am going to make them mad. I, I just think Brandon Allen is the backup quarterback. And I think mm-hmm. Jake Browning is a perfect practice squad quarterback. And I think that that is how that shakes out. And and it's great. that Browning has had a nice preseason, but again, the the way that we're talking about Jackson Carmen beating up or should be beating up and not taking advantage of those opportunities on fringe NFL roster guys, that's what Jake Browning is doing too, which is great. like he's shown some tools for sure mm-hmm. and, and he's and he's done some nice things, but I just don't think it'll be quite enough to unseat the veteran who has the experience the relationship with the coaches the relationship with the borough and It's something that we talked about in the preseason, James. I think long term, this is a position where in the future, maybe they look for one of the higher end backups.
2: But for this year, I think it's Brandon Allen. And it's not like Brandon Allen was awful, like people are saying. And that's the part where I'll he, he was not awful this preseason. Sorry, his his awful game. He overthrew a receiver for a touchdown and was 14 of 20. Say that out loud again. Completed 70% of his passes and had a couple throws where the timing was off and then he missed Stanley Morgan Jr. He just overthrew him. Oh, okay. cut him? No, that's not what you do. And if I think if it was a true competition, you would have seen Jake Browning earlier. Um, but I, I, think, uh, I think the Bengals know what Jake Browning is. I think they know what Brandon Allen is, and I think they're hoping to have both on the team, one on the practice squad, one on the 53-man roster. So, yeah, let's yeah. – uh, that's where that stands. Running back, you see them keeping three. You think there's any any concern there? I I have three on mine for what it's worth. Obviously, you got Joe Mixon, Captain America, Chris Evans and Samad J.P. I
0: do have three. It's a little bit interesting, like the way that the these guys have been used in the preseason is not as telling as the way the quarterbacks have been used. You've seen more rotation, like true rotation between Travion Williams and Chris Evans, but I still think it's, it's Chris Evans. The coaches for whatever reason, just, just don't trust Chris Evans in pass protection, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's been fine when he's had those opportunities, but he only had three opportunities to stay in and pass block in this preseason, according to PFF snap count. So well, that's their two games. I guess we, we don't have the third game here yet. Travion Williams had seven in those first two games. So I, I do still think it's three. And the, the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause here is, like I said, the, the playing time disparity. When these guys are getting into the game with, with quarterback, it tells the whole story. They're protecting Brandon Allen. They're letting Jake Browning finish out the third preseason game. Typically, the guys that finish that third preseason game aren't making the team and you know you're, you're not seeing that from chris evans either i do think the running back is a little bit straightforward i wouldn't be shocked if they kept four but somebody would have to go and if you're going to keep an extra guy at a spot i'm not sure that it would be running back at least on the initial cut down to 53 mm-hmm. and again things will change between the initial cut down and you know three days after the initial cut down
2: agreed no i i agree and, and things could certainly change and and we could get into that we kind of went over the offensive line some um so let's go to the tight end spot before we you know maybe hit on the offensive line again but to me hurst obviously drew samples running a a ton now i think he's going to be ready week one so i think he'll obviously he would make it regardless but i don't think he's going to go on any of these injury lists yeah the third tight end spot's kind of weird because you got thad moss there i think it's mitch wilcox yeah how healthy is that ankle? Like, is he going to have to go on any list? Is he going to be good to go? He's been doing some rehab work. I get that. So I, I think it's Wilcox if he's healthy enough. If not, I think Thad Moss wins it by default, um, which just means Wilcox will potentially take that spot in a couple of weeks when he's healthy, of course. So I, I have Wilcox on mine. I also think right now
0: I would say Mitchell Wilcox. I don't think that Thaddeus Moss showed enough in this preseason. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that that's that's tough. He, you know, he, he pushed off, and it was a bad call, I think. But he's called yeah. for pushing off on his touchdown. And so, as a result, you know, receiving production mid In,
2: in know, the drop, the drop up the seam in the fourth quarter, right just the, right through his hands. Like, that to me is the one where it's like, oh, dude, like, all right, fine. It was an unfair penalty, but make that play.
0: Right. And he didn't. Yeah, you know, like Stanley Morgan has a drop. He comes back, catches a deep ball, right? Answer. Don't don't make don't compound mistakes with the six. And yeah, maybe it's a bad call for sure. But you got you gotta, like you said, James. You gotta answer that bell when you have the opportunity. So, you know, haven't seen. I, I think the development as as a blocker. I don't think they like him as much as like even Justin Rigg as as a blocker. And that's rig can looking block.
2: Rig can block, no doubt.
0: And that's what they're looking for. With that third tight end, I'm not sure tight end three is on the roster. That's a spot where I could certainly see them active, uh, you know, around the waiver cutdowns. You know, as the week goes, I wouldn't necessarily even be shocked to see them go two on the initial 53, especially if they need to make space for an IR move, like if Cam Taylor Britt needs the IR, mm-hmm. for example. This could be a spot where they might be comfortable saying, okay, we're going to wave you and bring you back in a couple of days. And, and there's a couple other spots where I think they could do something like that too. So a uh, wide receiver, I think is is pretty interesting and fairly complicated. And there's six guys that I think are locked in. And then there's a significant question as to if they go to seven. And then if they do go to seven, which wide receiver has the leg up mm-hmm. for that seventh spot. Let's dive into that conversation. Cause I think it's a long one coming up next,
2: but first a word from prize picks. Look, prize picks is daily fantasy that you're going to be able to go up against their picks and you're going to know them ahead of time, their projections. And all you have to do pick two to five players that are score more or, or less if you want to go that route than Picks projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's you versus the projections. So it, it's not you and a collection of people from all over. No, no. You're just playing against the projections. And so Picks offers projections on any sport you watch, including, of course, the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, college hoops when they come back. So its entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, safe and fast withdrawals, and it's operational in over 30 states and Canada. So, download the PrizePix app app today or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. You're going to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. It's free money, take advantage of it. If you deposit 100 bucks, Picks will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, you'll get 50 with promo code LOCKEDON. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Wide receiver sure is interesting, James. Oh, you're telling me. So the, the, the Migos, Ooh. the big three, the starters, those guys are locked in. Wait, Tyler Boyd's making the team? Oh. Shocker. Didn't nice. play it all this preseason. How do they know? Nice. Uh I think I think Trent Taylor's the punt returner. Yep. I think he's on the team. Obvious. I think he's active on game day. Yep. I think Mike Thomas and Stanley Morgan are on the team. And I think they're the active Mike on Thomas game day. Hate.
2: The Mike Thomas uh, hate. By the way, did you see him catch a couple passes on yeah. Saturday night? Yeah. I mean, just productive. saying. Just saying. But fans, inevitably. Yeah.
0: And repeatedly. Yep. Gain soft spots every year for the receivers to ball out in the preseason because there's a different yep. one
2: every year. I think those six Jake guys, Kumaro is not walking through that door, Jake. He, where is he now? Green Bay. Is I he think. still in Green Bay? Uh, uh Buffalo. No, he's in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, I knew he was in
0: Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was mad when they released him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh I think those six guys are active on game day. I think there are six game day, active wide receivers right now. Yep. And, and maybe there are some weeks where, you know, they only carry five on the active game day, but I think there's six active game day, wide receivers. And if they go seven on the initial 53, that means somebody is going to get cut. That might be on the 53 by the time that week Mm -hmm. ends. And, and that could be the tight, the third tight end who maybe they cut and bring back. That could be Mike Thomas, the safety. And, and we see, we saw them do this with Mike Thomas, the receiver. I, I don't know if that's going to happen this year, but maybe they can get some of these agreements in place. Maybe not. So let's say they do keep seven. I, I don't necessarily think they do. If they do, it's because they're doing some roster acrobatics and cutting a guy they're going to bring back. Mm-hmm. What a, what a tight battle. Yeah, for wide receiver sure. 7 between Kwame Lassiter and Trent Irwin who had a huge night and I think the fan favorite for many Kendrick Pryor although the Kwame Lassiter certainly has his supporters as well but Kendrick Pryor just a gamer making plays mm-hmm. in each of these preseason games mm-hmm. very very impressive preseason as is tradition for the Cincinnati Bengals one guy is, is going to stand out. And and this year, Kendrick Pryor making catches in traffic, making vertical catches, has, has been electric in a lot of ways, has been pretty exciting. I just, is it
2: enough? No. No, it's yep. not. And I'm not, people are going to hate it and be mad about it, but I also think Kendrick Pryor has a good shot of making it to the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Pryor also had a drop on Saturday night. Kwame Lasseter also muffed a punt, yeah. he, and he dropped a two-point conversion week two. There are a lot of receivers in this league, all right? It, it, there, there are guys, ask Detroit, uh, I forget the guy's name, it was Tom, Tom something. I, Tom Kennedy goes off for the Detroit Lions. Tom Kennedy, you sure that Tom Kennedy's going to get claimed if they released him because he went off? Like, are we sure Trent Irwin is going to get claimed? Because it, no, he's not. He's probably going to end up on the practice squad. And that's what I think is going to happen. And, and the thing is, is the Bengals, they're three deep. They like Irwin. They like Lassiter. They, they like, as you mentioned, um, Kendrick Pryor as well. And so if you have three guys like that, you're definitely going to sneak two of the three on. But probably all three, but at least two of the three, you feel good about it. So I think... It's going to be six receivers, and I think they're going to have some good practice squad guys that they believe in if they need to call somebody up that can contribute in some way.
0: Yeah, and and you can see this change, too. Whatever the initial 53 is, I'm, I'm going to say this a thousand times between now and Wednesday. It's, it's going to change by the end of the week. Almost always does. The wide receiver spot always under a, a microscope. I, I do think that Coach Minnick, Matt Minnick, had some interesting thoughts about wide receiver. He's he's brought up, you know, they brought in all these undrafted guys. That tells you that they want some competition there. But I I do think that Morgan, Thomas, Taylor have done enough, have been around, have very clear roles for this team mm-hmm. in terms of their participation in special teams, their roles on offense, that there's, not a terribly difficult decision here. And, and I was just looking to see if Kendrick Pryor got more run in the third preseason game on special teams, and he did. He was out there on punt returns and on kick coverage and on one punt coverage snap. They have four punts in this game. So they are trying to see what Kendrick Pryor can give them in in the special teams department, as he has gotten more snaps there as the preseason's gone on. But it's hard for me to believe that it would be enough at this point, to to unseat one of those other guys in the wide receiver room. Let's get to the defensive side of the ball here. James, we spent a lot of time on the offense, and there will be more time to talk about some of these. I don't necessarily think there's anything crazy that's going to happen here besides, unfortunately, I, I don't think this team has seen enough from Tyler Shelvin mm-hmm. that he's going to make the 53-man roster, which means, to me, there's probably four interior defensive linemen making this team in the initial cut down. I I just don't think there's been enough on display from guys like Dominique Davis or, you know, Tyler Shelvin, as we mentioned, that either of them is is going to be somebody the Bengals keep on the 53.
2: Yeah. So Josh Tupo, DJ reader, Zachary Carter, BJ Hill, just to Mm -hmm. confirm that that's, that's who you got. And and I have the same. Um, I think Jeff Gunter has done enough. But it's interesting because that's like the battle. Has, has he done enough or is it Kendrick Pryor that's done enough? That's the battle. That's like the, the almost the struggle. And I think when you look at guys like Cam Sample, um, potentially Khalid Kareem, who how serious is this hamstring that's been kind of hampering him? It, it, does he make the initial 53 and then get put on injured reserve? Does he uh, get put on a list or something? Do they try to stash him one way or another? Maybe. And maybe that's how they free up that spot. But, yeah, I mean, all of these guys have flashed enough, and I think you need another guy that can give you a little juice. Jeff Gunter has the juice, right? And and, and Joseph Osai has it. Obviously, we know Trey Hendrickson has it. But you want an edge guy that, man, put him on the edge. And I'm not saying he's perfect because he's not, and he's got things that he's going to have to work on. I mean, Jeff Gunter, though, I mean, can he get a little heat when needed on a play here, play there? I I think there's a shot, so – um, I, I could certainly see him making the team. Is there a scenario where he doesn't? Absolutely, but I, I think most of this room is filled out. And the real question I have is Khaled Kareem. What do they do injury wise? Because I think they like him. Yeah. It, it's just it's been a lot of injuries now, and so what do you do? And, yeah. and that's a, a big question mark, I'd say.
0: Especially with the hamstring, uh, and, and you know you can't push him back too quickly. But you need guys that are going to be able to play. Yep. how how serious is it is a real question i do have calic making the team i think he is better than the other options that they have at edge and i think jeff gunter probably has a slight edge over the undrafted guys like raymond johnson who has flashed and noah spence who's had a nice preseason i think those are guys that the bengals would like to have on the practice squad and tarikas tisdale didn't play last night do i have that right is he hurt
2: 97. I'm trying to think if I remember seeing 97, and I don't think I do.
0: I wonder if he's injured. Anyway, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think that Tyreek Sisdale's making this team anyway right now, but I, I would think they would keep 10 defensive linemen.
2: Yeah, I have 10.
0: When you start to talk about Jeff Gunter, though, you're talking about a guy who I don't think is active on game day at that point, right?
2: Probably. You're yeah. probably right. but but in, So that goes hand in hand, because guess who wouldn't also be active on game day right right now Kwame Lasseter or Kendrick Pryor or whoever they you know so yeah that's a good point
0: it it would be very rare and I think that Mike Thomas the safety would be active before these guys for his special teams
2: contributions even if they keep five safeties which I currently have them keeping five safeties I have five as well wow we I swear we did not rehearse this I have five as well I I don't see how you get rid of Mike Thomas I think he's valued Michael Thomas the safety Tyson Anderson and then you have a big three at safety Mm -hmm. so I think there's five. Do you have six corners? I have six.
0: I do, but this is somewhere I could see them going seven. It, and if it the it Cam, Taylor, Cam Britt Taylor Britt, Britt.
2: Part, that's right. the part. Because it's Alan George, right? That's yep. the the odd man, that, potentially the odd man out. But if Cam Taylor Britt isn't ready to go, and I've seen him in the locker room, I think that's a good sign. Like he's been around in the locker room. He's in the locker room yesterday, after the game, mm-hmm. moving around fine and stuff. I think he could be back. He has but two we- weeks. We- We'll probably need to see him practice this week, right?
0: At this point, Taylor Britt is probably cornerback five anyway. I think Trey Flowers is cornerback four at this point. He's played well. He's played he, he well. He has been man. good. Flowers yeah. has had a really nice couple weeks to finish the preseason, both in terms of practices, where he was very active against the Rams and joint practices when he was in there. And he's been good in the, he only had three snaps, but was good. On his one target, he, he had a pass breakup. The only time he was targeted on Saturday night. So, Trey Flowers, I think, easily corner four right now, and that's behind Abuzie Hilton and Apple. But Jalen Davis, I think, is on the team. I have seen. I don't remember who had it. Somebody's fifty-three has Jalen Davis on the outside looking in right now. I think that that was the cut to keep the extra receiver. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Davis has played a lot in this preseason uh maybe a little bit more than you would think he would but here here's what's telling to me is he only played 17 snaps on saturday night. Yeah that is uh I mean given the corners generally didn't have to play as much because there weren't as many slot corner reps in general but I, I think that Jalen Davis is on the team.
2: Yeah. No I, I agree with that. I have him on the the team as well. Um I'm trying to think if we uh oh. I have five linebackers. I think Clay Johnston makes it, especially with Joe Batch. He's still coming back from the ACL. Yeah. Um, just makes sense. Obviously, you got Wilson Pratt, Davis Gaither, and Marcus Bailey. You agree with I'm that? I'm surprised
0: we didn't see more of Marcus Bailey in the preseason. That's the only thing. Like, he hardly played. I thought we it, would see a little bit more of him. The, the, I, the last one that's. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I just think they, they really like him. You know, yeah. it's one of those things. And they wanted to get Davis Gaither some reps, probably.
0: And, and maybe Johnston, they try to sneak onto the practice squad too. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if he's not part of the initial 53 and then comes back shortly thereafter, because they're only going to have four, four active linebackers on game days, yeah. I think. Very likely. Uh, last one's a big one. Punter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think long snapper is Clark Harris. I don't think there's necessarily drama there.
2: You put some respect on Adam Midas is, is his name. But well, I of you. Pronounce you. It's, it's it right.
0: Clark, you asked me to put respect. Cow
2: Adamitis. On. No. Obviously, I was making a joke. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Clark Harris, though, um, he will continue to, fl- the snaps will continue to flow like that yeah. hair does in the wind.
0: Yeah, we'll have to decide. As Hayden Hurst said in his sideline interview, who has the better hair? Who has the best hair on this team? Hayden Hurst, Clark yeah. Harris? If, Hurst. if Trent Irwin
2: sticks around, Oh well, Trent Irwin's got a, an argument. I, I as of now, I'd say Hayden Hurst. Anyways, punter, Chrisman, Huber, dump, yeah. dump, dump. Dum. I, do I don't
0: think? know. I don't know how Darren Simmons is deciding this. Flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin. I mean, they've been both nah. quite good. It yep. feels like it's Drew Chrisman. It felt like it was Drew Chrisman to me last week. For and and you said this when I said it might be leaning Chrisman. You're like, I don't know why you think that. I'm like. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I still think that. And I don't necessarily know why I do, except Chrisman mm-hmm. hammered a 65 yard punt. That was pretty cool.
2: But Kevin Huber's done that in his career too. So I don't know. Yeah. Here's why it's going to be Chrisman, in my opinion. They they brought one, they brought him in for a reason, right? He's been just as good of a holder. He's younger. He's more physically gifted at this stage. And so if you have the best special teams coordinator or one of the best special teams coordinators in the NFL, do you want young guy that's super talented and that you could probably get more out of or old veteran still good enough, but is clearly going down? He's going down the diamond back at Kings Island right now. Like he's not going to get better. And so that's the thing. Like Drew Chrisman has the power. He's really good at holding, which I'm shocked that he's gotten this good at it. I thought this was going to be a big fly in the ointment uh, for his argument, but or, you know his chances of making this team. But that's not even really part of the equation anymore. He's been so good at it. I, I really I, I think it's going to be Chrisman because he's got the upside, but the floor is still pretty high. And there's no upside with Huber, and the floor is is fine, but it's just fine. And so I think it's going to be Drew Christman. I think it's close. I do. I think it's going to be challenging. But I think Darren Simmons is is going to make you know the, the decision to move on after 13 years from Kevin Huber.
0: And this is one of those spots where I think whoever doesn't make the Bengals I think does get an opportunity elsewhere, especially with some of the, the news and Buffalo. vacancies yep. for punters around the NFL right now, some teams looking for some punters. And Kevin Huber, I think, still yep. has a lot of skills. Yeah. Yeah. There there will be opportunities for these guys, I think, regardless. We'll see what the Bengals do. We'll talk practice squad candidates. That practice squad will be forming the day after the cut down to 53. So hopefully should be hearing about who is on the Bengals practice squad on Wednesday. Looking forward to the Twitter firestorms when fan favorites get released and there's hand-wringing over guys getting claimed. That'll be fun. Always interesting to see who the waiver claims are. Going to be interesting to see if the Bengals make a move at offensive line, at tight end, at interior defensive line, at corner, if they feel like they want more depth in any of those spots. Those are the positions that I am certainly keeping my eye on as cut down day goes, particularly a guy in Cleveland, a backup interior offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns, who I I went and looked. So so Brandon Thorne tweeted a video. Brandon Thorne, who everybody knows because – He's he's seen as a preeminent offensive line film guy on Twitter. Brock Hoffman, undrafted free agent for the Cleveland Browns, is not on any 53 man projection I've seen for the Cleveland Browns. If he gets cut, if the Bengals have an eye on their divisional opponents, their divisional, go go scoop him up. Just to get out there.
2: Brian Callahan can just call his dad and be like, hey, man, tell me about Brock. Yep. So
0: yeah. And 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 hopefully his dad doesn't say, nah, he's no good. We don't want him. And then he's on the Browns practice squad the next day.
2: I I know there's some posturing there, but it's father-son. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you would I hope don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: a unique relationship those guys have to have. Anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll get some some answers in the coming days, and we'll continue to have you covered here on Lockdown Bengals as the march to the regular season. Continues. We're there. Preseason games are done. The 53-man is coming. Time to start thinking game opener, season opener, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Until next time, Bengals fans, thanks for listening to the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We'll talk to you next time. day, and have a good one.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?